Kikiarchy was founded by Japanese architects Yoshihiko Seki and Saika Akiyoshi in 2013 and has set up offices in Tokyo, Beijing, and Shanghai and has won many awards at their home base and abroad. Inspired by the word kiki, which in Japanese means a sense of appreciating things in different fields, the studio has grown to creating a design language that combines perceptual experiences, knowledge, and other intangible dimensions in space in a sensible manner. And we're super glad today to be joined by Yoshi, one of the founders of Kiki Arki, and he will be sharing about the senses in architecture and more about their work. So thank you so much for being here. Hello, uh, I'm Yoshi. Uh, I'm founder of the Kiki Aki. And yeah, um, um, I'm born in Japan. I'm a Japanese architect. Uh, I uh, now I live based on the Beijing. And, uh, and tell me about my uh, some my background. Uh, I, after I graduated a uh, master's degree in Japan, uh, I moved to I worked for the one of the firm in UK for one year, and after that I start work started working for the Kengo Kuma, uh, like for eight years, and uh, and in that studio I mainly I was mainly in charge in charge of some Chinese project, so and. Uh, uh, 2013, I started on my own office, and uh, we had a project in mainly in China, in Japan, and sometimes in US. Uh, but, uh, most of projects, uh, but in China, project getting uh, more and more. So we decided to move to China uh, 2019, mm -hmm. uh, and soon COVID. Um, but yeah, so now uh, we based on Beijing and uh, have uh, some uh, various kind of project here. That's cool. Very excited to hear more about them. Um, how would you describe your design approach and what inspired it? Mm, for us, uh, the, uh, when we design, the inspiration is very important. And uh, as uh, Actually, we have some many kind of uh, projects and uh, many place, and uh, but uh, it's no matter what the scale it is, a big or small, large or small, and no matter what uh, the function it is, uh, we always get some inspiration and start the design from that inspiration. And uh, the timing to get inspiration is also always different. Uh, sometimes I get the uh, inspiration when I visit a uh, site first and uh, get some uh, through the context of the sites. And sometimes I get some inspiration uh, when I talk to clients and hearing some uh, requirements and uh, get uh, some get is through their uh, sometimes principal, or sometimes if uh, it is private uh, housing project, uh, sometimes it's personality and their lifestyle. So always uh, different timing and a different way 
So the inspiration can be anything. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so, and then uh, once we start the design with that inspiration, uh, we will face some many kind of uh, problem. And uh, so we need to solve the problem uh, at the same time. And uh, I think, uh, so, yeah, I, and then we will find, try to find something, some different uh, within our design or create some uh, difference. Uh, so I, so always uh, try to, try to connect the, our inspiration and some problem issue. And the way, by the way, to, uh, the solve the problem, I will, we will get some, our uniqueness of the, our design or difference from the other design. Cool. So since the topic of today is the census in architecture and, you know, as architects, we must have all senses in designing. So what does it mean to have the right senses in architecture when designing to you? Um, I, for me, uh, when I design, the most, most important thing uh, is to design. Uh, it's rational and reasonable uh, or functional. So don't, not to, not to, design too much. So as I told uh, already, uh, the point is uh, always solve the problem with uh, some reasonable way or simple way. So, and how the design is unique, uh, how uh, good design is, is always uh, depends on the way to solve the problem and uh, the way to express it. So I think in that point uh, makes our design always different from the others. Mm. So does it have anything to do with Japanese influence or the culture that you're from? Um, uh, in our, our design principle, there are some keywords and uh, I think it's uh, same as I told uh, to make difference is the one of the most uh, important keyword and the hospitality of the design mm -hmm. and the uh, sequence to sequence. I mean, everything sequence, the time sequence or some uh, out sequence of the outside inside, something like that. Uh, so these uh, keywords are actually all from uh, Japanese culture, I think. Uh, Japan has, the climate is uh, very special. As uh, everybody knows, uh, they are four seasons, uh, very nice. But uh, in summer, it's very hot and uh, humidity. And in the uh, winter, it snow a lot and very cold. And uh, also Japanese was a uh, uh, agriculture country. So the traditional uh, Japanese house is always uh, kind of in part of nature. 
and it's very close to nature. Uh, so actually, Japanese really like nature, but on the other hand, uh, really fear nature because of the typhoon or the snow. So the house is uh, to for people to live, but in the same time, it's uh, it's it is shelter, protect the nature, uh, protect the people, human from the nature. So the shape of the traditional Japanese uh, house uh, has a big roof and uh, have a very deep eaves, and the uh, floor is uh, uh, detached from the uh, soil. And everything is uh, after the consideration about the uh, nature. So, and uh, that, so this is very rational way. And, uh, and uh, so the house itself is not, don't have to be that big. So functional is it? Uh, uh, as long as it's functional, it's uh, enough. And so in that condition, uh, they will, they, they always care about uh, some detail and they make some old, uh, everything use, usable, good to use. And uh, that makes the uh, lifestyle very simple, but very comfortable. So uh, now, uh, of course, uh, lifestyle is changing a lot, but uh, I think uh, what is comfortable or what is uh, good for people to live is uh, not change a lot. Hmm. So uh, we, when we design, we always uh, try to think about the hospitality, I mean, how how uh, makes the people uh, live there or use use it uh, feel comfortable or uh, feel mm, good there? So the point is uh, that that point is uh, from I think is from the Japanese culture, and uh, another thing is uh, uh, the sequence of the outside. And uh, inside, for light issue is very important for uh, our design. It's also the uh, uh, same uh, reason. Uh, it, I think it is from the Japanese culture. That's amazing. One of the things I love so much about Japanese architecture is how mm -hmm. they seem to really well thought out about everything. Um, and everything has a reason for their being. So I think it all comes to from designing with a rationale um, and wanting to make it functional, essentially, right? I think yes, having yes. that sense is very important. Mm -hmm. So um, maybe you kind of touched upon this and you kind of answered this, but in what ways might those values, you know, those principles or like you said, uh, sequencing or wanting to make good hospitality create reflection or contemplation in people's lives? Uh, yes, so, so if the people can feel the hospitality in uh, the space or in the uh, 
the building which we design. It can uh, make the people feel the difference from uh, some something they have seen before. Uh, and uh, the different feeling, the feel, feeling different can make, can give them some uh, new sense of value and uh, enrich their lifestyle or change a little bit uh, their lifestyle. So I think that that uh, make the people happy. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes <laughs> it's hard to put a word on like how an architecture is so great. And sometimes I just call it like a, a space that transcends, meaning like it has more than, because it's very intangible, you know, these feelings, you can't yeah. really explain it. It has to come from everything together, orchestrated in such a way, maybe through sequencing, through light, yeah. through sound, all comes yeah. together to this added value. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Would you uh, then share with us uh, one or two stories from completed projects that have successfully reflect um, that kind of approach and how it creates positive impacts to the environment or the people? Uh, okay, I I can uh, tell in that story with some uh, very unique uh, projects. Uh, uh, we designed a temple for uh, Tao Tao Tao. You know Tao Tao is one of uh, Chinese religious Tao. Taoist, and uh, uh, it's in, in Zhejiang, China. It's mm -hmm. south part of uh, Hangzhou. So uh, there, uh, uh, the name of the temple is a uh, uh, Tom Bai Palace. And uh, the palace has uh, so many uh, buildings uh, on the mountain. And uh, we designed one of the building. Uh, it's for the abbot, abbot uh, of that temple. So uh, that building, uh, the name is Fan Zhang. Fan Zhang means abbot. So Fan Zhang building is uh, located in the top of the mountain. Uh, but the rest of the other, the rest of uh, building is already built and all uh, traditional Chinese style. But uh, what we, uh, what the client want us to design is uh, something uh, different from the traditional style. And uh, so, uh, but you know, the, Tao is Tao, Zhao uh, is uh, very important uh, in, for the Chinese culture. So, and after we visit there, and uh, I can I could feel very strong energy from uh, Tao, and uh, can feel the deep culture, some uh, historical educational part from them. 
So uh, the first expression is uh, I want to design something uh, uh, same as uh, uh, with a traditional way, but design something empty by the abstract way because I can feel that the DAO and can feel that the relationship with the God and the people. So I wanted to express that, that relationship and uh, but it is it cannot express by anything, I think. So I call it empty. So what I wanted to design is empty there. And uh, but I, I, so the way to uh, explain the empty is uh, uh, we tried, I tried to uh, keep the traditional looking, but uh, with some detail, uh, detail design, make it uh, abstract and uh, uh, looks like a very, kind of uh, abstract object there. Uh, so since uh, the building is located in the top of building, so the people who be there uh, will come from the bottom of the uh, mountain and uh, uh, go up and look up and can see the uh, that phantom building. And when they look at the look up and see the, the building, what they can see is only the roof, not the building itself. So they can feel the roof there, the roof floating there, something like that. And uh, after they uh, get to that building and get to in, get into inside of the building, they can, uh, they will find it uh, uh, the place they are is the, in between the roof and the land that is empty. So we use the very uh, special way. And uh, after some um, uh, some actually very special but very rational way to express uh, that empty. So they can feel the, that uh, concept there. And, uh, but in the same time, uh, it makes the, uh, uh, environment over there, the building, uh, uh, especially inside, makes very uh, comfortable. Because uh, uh, the building of the uh, the building is for the Fanjang, I mean Abbott, uh, so that needs to be very private. So uh, it have to be hide hide from outside. But uh, that place, I am in Zhejiang. Zhejiang is also very humidity place, so. But they uh, they don't want didn't want to use some uh, 
air condition or something, some that kind of uh, technology. So uh, they wanted to use uh, some traditional way to have them uh, uh, ventilation. Ventilation, ventilation, yes. And uh, to get the light, uh, natural light. So the, the space, I, uh, the, I, I mean, that, that empty space makes it possible. Uh, so we try to make the empty space uh, mean, I mean, I try to separate uh, the roof part and the, the structure underneath. And uh, in that uh, gap, we can get the light and uh, natural ventilation windy, windy and make it windy. So, so I mean that that empty space is very um, rational. So the people with there can feel uh, that uh, empty and uh, at the same time, uh, the abo that we live there can feel very comfortable and they can feel very uh, uh, can feel there uh, can feel his uh, private so. In that point, uh, this building is have uh, uh, both sides mean uh, abstract concept and some uh, solve the some technical engineering issue. That's great. That that sounds really great. That brings me to the last question, which is how do the sensibility in design becoming a part of a sustainable approach in architecture? Um, sustainability. Uh, actually, I when I design, I don't really intend to make it sustainability sustainable. Uh, Just design uh, everything uh, very carefully and uh, conscientious. And as I told many, many times, make it rational, simple. And uh, so just design how it should be like and with some simple way. Uh, rational way is uh, I think it's it naturally becomes sustainable um, in China uh, uh, you know feng shui, feng shui in China so many clients really care about the feng shui and uh, the client some of clients uh, invite feng shui master to check our design if uh, it's uh, this, uh, there is uh, some problem or not from the, in terms of the feng shui. So 
but the most of the case, uh, they mainly care about uh, layout. For example, the lay, uh, place of the door, uh, window, and the water supply, uh, the kitchen or something. And uh, actually our design, uh, when we design, uh, our layout is always uh, satis satisfy their requirements. Actually, there is, uh, of course, there is some ex ex exception, uh, some extremes uh, point. Uh, but Fonse, I, I think Fonse is uh, very similar, uh, well, almost same as uh, what we call uh, environment engineering today. So, I mean, so Jap uh, Japanese uh, traditional house, also Chinese house, so from uh, long, long time ago, uh, they already, uh, what they designed already very sustainable because it is simple. Uh, so the condition is uh, really clear. It's, uh, it depends on the uh, where it is. Uh, so just know uh, what the climate there and uh, what it uh, should be like. Uh, so all, all building uh, in the age, uh, so design is very, is, uh, by the very rational way. Uh, so I think it, it is, um, so can use so long time. So, so I think it's, necessary become some sustainable and also comfortable space. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I love mm. your honesty. And um, yeah, I think it, uh, design is sustainably, you know, it, it doesn't need to be all these complicated things. It doesn't have to be that complex. It's, mm -hmm. it's just, mm -hmm. It comes down to making what makes sense, right? Making what makes sense for the environment. You said Feng Shui is learning the flow of energy, the flow of the wind, orientation, layouts. And it's our design it should not go against that, but it should be yeah, yeah. with it uh, because that's how an architecture can celebrate the environment around us and how it can enhance the environment even more. Designing something doesn't have to be bad for the environment. It can enhance it as well. So yeah, I love how our, um, our conversation today and our topic really reminds us about that and love learning all about your projects and your approach. So thank you so much again, Yoshi, for sharing today. Thank you. It's my pleasure.